How are you doing today, my friend? It is early in the morning here. I have a fresh cup of coffee. My son is down for a nap. Can I just say how much better parenting gets once your kids start taking regular naps that last more than like 15 minutes? It's really a beautiful season. I really feel like we have so much rhythm and routine in our life now. And I know that that's going to change in like a week, right? Because babies are never consistent for that long. But I am just loving this season right now where he takes really nice, long, regular naps and I can get focused again. I can get back to doing what I love. And then I can be more present for him when he's awake. And it's just so much fun. So for today's episode, I've got a story for you. I'm, I'm going to be sharing a couple of things with you from my business experiences last year because I have learned. Now, I don't, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's pretty hard to say no to people for lots of different reasons, lots of different contexts. It's not something that we're very good at for mo- most of us. And I don't always have trouble with this, but there is a story from some things I went through last year in business where the word no could really have been used a lot more and it should have been. And I'm going to tell you what this story is. I'm going to tell you this story and we're just going to chat a little bit about saying no in business um, and why we should do it more often than we do. Um, It's going to be a good story. I'm going to be very open about some things, some experiences that I've been through, not to shame anyone, not to judge anything, not to like, you know, have like a little gossip session about some things that didn't go very well, right? I'm just sharing this to be open about some things that I went through so that you can learn from them. Um, so yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to like opening up with you on this. So let's jump in to this story about why we, why we should all say no more in our business. Grow your Christian business with me, Sarah Beisel. This is a podcast for Christian women who want to build crazy successful businesses with God at the center of it all. We're about to dig into biblical marketing strategies and build a firm foundation for your business that's rooted in biblical truth. If you want to make money in your business, but nothing seems to be working no matter how hard you try, then it's time to create a custom marketing plan that's designed around who God created you to be. So say goodbye to confusion and hello to a content strategy that's filled with God's peace and freedom. Okay, now before I jump into this story, it's time again for another workshop. This workshop I'm running this month is called Testimony, and it is all about your story. On the theme of telling stories, (laughs) I want to teach you how to tell your story. It's so powerful. It's so important that we learn what what stories to share in our business, how to share them well, how we can connect with people, how we can sell with those stories. Um, and I want to share it all with you. So the testimony workshop is all about how to share, how to create and share your story. And it's going to be 
amazing. Storytelling is one of my favorite things to teach in my business to help people with. Um, and everyone that goes through um, learning how to do stories with me loves it. They love learning the skill. They love using it in their content. And I want to share that with you. So this is going to be taking place on the 28th of April at 9 a.m. Pacific time. There will be a replay um, sent out to you after. So if you can't make that time, please still do sign up and you will get access to that replay. Um, tickets are 35 Canadian dollars. We will all be on Zoom together so that we can I can teach you these things face to face. We can do a little bit of actual like workshopping at the end together. It's going to be really, really, really fun. Okay. So you can sign up for that at sarahbeisel.com slash workshop. You'll find all the information as well as some fun extras that you can choose to sign up to if you would like to get in on any of those extra things, but you absolutely don't have to. Just coming to the workshop is going to give you everything that you need to know. Okay, so that's at sarahbeisel.com slash workshop. The link will also be in the show notes. I would love to see you there and help you share your story and teach you how to do that in a fun and confident way. Now, on to today's story about why we should be saying no more in our businesses. And this is a little bit of a twist because it's not saying no in the way that you think. It is, but it's also not. Okay, let me, I will explain. So, Around the end of what would it have been, 2021, I had connected with a coach and I was looking to, I was coming towards the end of some like business programs that I had been taking. Um, and I was like looking for the next stage of support, like the person that was going to take me through the next stage of my business. And I had connected with this coach around that time. And we did, uh, I think we had just like a, you know, a free clarity call like so many people do. Um, we just chatted about things and, you know, we got along fairly well. And she offered to do um, like a one-off session with like a couple weeks of follow-up support, something like that. And so, you know, we engaged. I, I signed up for that offer and coached with her for um, a week or two. I can't remember how long it was. and. We covered some interesting things. It was it was helpful enough, and that was the end of that. She then offered to like bring me into her full program, and this is where the meat of our story lies. I wasn't really sure whether I wanted to invest in this program. It was quite expensive for me at the time. Um, it was not a cheap offer. It was like $5,000 or something. So like quite a significant amount of money. And I wasn't sure whether to invest it, whether whether not, like whether I could even afford to make that purchase. Like what was it going to get me? All of those, you know, all the usual questions, you know, going through my head. And, you know, I was talking with the coach back and forth and just kind of thinking about it and, you know, looking into what her program was going to be um, and whether it was the right fit for me and she obviously you know was doing her job well and she was helping me navigate these questions and um you know helping me from her mind helping me see that her program would be helpful and 
So anyway, long story short, I decided to make the leap. I had this like little, like in hindsight, hindsight is just such a headache, isn't it? Um, In hindsight, I had like a nudge that was telling me not to sign up. Like there was something in the back of my head saying, like putting a doubt there, right? Like this isn't the right thing. This isn't really what you want to do. But I wasn't really sure. And I wasn't sure of myself enough to trust that. I thought that was just a fear of making this investment. And it was just, it wasn't a legit fear. So I just kind of dismissed it. And in hindsight, I should definitely have listened to that nudge. But anyway, we'll get there in a minute. I, so I sign up. I, des- I decide to sign up to this program. And when I get there, it is, first of all, it's actually nothing like I expected. And this is just a lesson in good sales etiquette. It's not like she was misleading me on purpose. Absolutely not. Um, she was not doing anything like lazy or anything here. But it wasn't clear to me exactly what the outcomes were going to be and how they were and, and how they matched up to my current goals. And this is very good like sales practice is that you need to be able to lay that out for someone. You need to tell them very clearly, this is the goal of my coaching or my program or my offer. This is the goal. This is what I'm going to help you work towards. This is how we're going to accomplish that. If this is also your goal, then the program is perfect for you. If this is not your goal, let's talk. Maybe it can still work for you, but maybe maybe this is not the right thing for you. And so that's the first thing I really want you to take away from this story is you have to be very clear in your sales content about that outcome because going through this, it was not super clear. She had a really nicely laid out um, like PDF sales document um, but the things that she helped people do weren't really the things that I was looking for in my business. And I didn't really understand that. I just kind of, because she was so confidently talking about how the things that she was going to help me do were going to help me in my business, I was kind of like, yeah, okay, it's going to help me reach my goals. It's going to help me get there. But it wasn't really what I needed at that time. Um, so. Lesson number one, just be, like I say, be very clear about the goals and the outcomes so that people can very easily understand whether you are the right fit for them or not. Uh, Because it's very important for people. You want to get the people in your program that want to be there and are excited to be there and are like 200% in, right? Not the people that are kind of like, well, I guess I'll take it, but I'm not really sure what I'm doing here. Like, you don't want those people in your program, right? You want people that are in there to get results. Now, when I get into it more, now this coach is not a Christian coach. And at the time, that was something I was also thinking about, right? Does this person align with my values? Is she going to be teaching me things that are going to be, like, not Christian? Does that matter to me? What does this look like? So this was another big thing that I was kind of going um, back and forth on in my mind. And I made the decision that it didn't seem like there was going to be anything in there that was going to conflict or compromise myself. So I thought, that's fine. 
And I also knew I was sure of myself enough that if things did come up that were not in alignment with the Bible, then I would be able to sidestep them or take a step back from it. Just, you know, ignore those pieces and move forward with the pieces that I needed, right? So I I was confident that I would be able to put that boundary in place for myself. But I didn't think that that was going to happen particularly often, right? There was um, one of the components of this program was human design. And I did some research into it before because I was like, well, what is human design? Like, is this this there's a big point of contention. Some people in the Christian spaces love it and think it's a great tool. Some people are very, very against it. And I thought, well, you know, it's part of the program. I can let them do it. It doesn't hurt me any to participate. And if I go through this human design reading with them and it's a little bit too woo, I don't ever need to look at it ever again or do anything with it, right? I can just put it to the side. Um, so that was kind of my approach. Um, now from lesson number two here, from my perspective, if you're going to go into a program or a coaching relationship with someone and you know that there's parts of what they do that you're already saying, I'm going to set this aside, that's probably a red flag to you that you shouldn't move forward with the coaching relationship, right? It's different if there's like, you know, let's say there's like 12 modules in a program and you know that module 11 is on something very specific that's not really relevant to your business. That's a slightly different story because there's still, you know, another 11 out of 12 modules that are very helpful to you. And you can just say, well, maybe I'll skip module 11 and come back to it if it's relevant. That's very different from this is a core piece of what we do. This is the foundation of all of your coaching. (laughs) And we're going to use this to inform how we move forwards, which was the case in this program here that I was about to sign up for. It was a core pillar of what they did, and I was trying to set it aside. So if you're going to sign up for something and you're going to set aside a core pillar of what they're doing, probably not the right program for you. So lesson number two, make sure that you are in alignment with the content or at least like 95% of the content that is going to be taught in this program, right? Or the mentor that you're going to connect with, that you align with most of your values. Um, Because it can create a lot of problems if you are already ahead of time dismissing a large chunk of what they want to teach. Because that's just a waste of your time and it's a waste of their, it's not respectful of their time either, right? So lesson number two there. Now, anyway, I didn't really think much of this. I also, as well, in hindsight, I did not know how big of a portion this human design component was going to be in the program either. So that's partly, again, my not understanding how this program really worked because I didn't realize how foundational it was, which is another thing that created problems because I just didn't understand what I was walking into. Now I get into the program and almost every single call that we had, they had they had lots of really great like resources. Um, the whole program ran within Slack and so there was a lot of really great communication. Um, it was a fairly small group, so I felt like I got to know all of the other ladies in there really well, which is nice. And I made some good business friends through this program. 
um, some people that I maybe wouldn't have connected with in the same way. So like I say, I don't regret going through this. I did for a while, but I've learned a lot of really good things coming through this program. So I definitely don't regret this whole experience. There's just a lot of things to take away from it, right? Um, but anyway, I get inside and almost every single coaching call that we have, at least once a month, um, they did uh, um, some type of tarot, is that how you say it? Tarot card pulling experience, which I personally am very not supportive of from a Christian perspective. I, I know that there are some people that are more open to that. And I, I, I guess I can see how like, like God can stack the cards in the right way and give you the interpretation of the card when you're connecting with it. Like, I guess I can piece together how people would be comfortable with it. But personally, I am not. And that's just, that's just like my particular perspective on faith. If you disagree with me on that, that's fine. I'm not here to judge you or shame you if you are completely for and in support of these things. Like, that's fine. You're welcome to do your thing. But this is my story and this is not something that I'm comfortable with. So anyway, they did that almost every single coaching call that we had, like, like, uh, like I say, like at least once a month this happened. And that's, this was over six months. So that's like a big portion of like things that were happening. I think that we had like um, group calls every couple of weeks. I think I had some one-on-one -on -one calls and then I had these like mindset calls that all began with card pulling. So it was a significant portion of this program. <laughs> and I was just not, I didn't participate. I wasn't there mentally. Like I showed up to those calls and I was like, all right, okay, I will observe what is happening here. And it was very, very strange to me, right? Because this whole experience was someone was pulling cards and then they were telling me what my like destiny was going to be from these cards, what things I should be focusing on. I was like, well, that's not, that's not what God is telling me to do. That's your words, right? Like that's your, your perspective, your opinion on a card that you've looked at. You, you're not connected to my God in this scenario. Like you're not lining up with him. So I, I don't think I can trust what you're saying to me. So that was a huge portion of this program that I was just dismissing. So we've dismissed the human design. We've dismissed the um, card pulling. Um, they had some other like things in here and there that I thought were like not awful, but just again, it's a little bit, a little bit too manifesty choose your own destiny for me. All of this to say, there were a lot of components of this program that really did not fit me, right? I did not fit this program. I was not the right person to be in this space. The pe Some of the people in there were having an amazing time, right? They were learning so many things. They were like 100% present in all of the components. This was a great program for someone else, right? But I was not the person for that. Now, 
I had a part to play. I should have been more, uh, like, aware. I should have done more research. I should have been more confident in just saying no to this coach and saying thank you, but no thank you. But this is one of the main lessons here that I want you to learn as a business owner, as someone who is trying to sell your stuff, as someone who wants people to enroll in your program. You need to be comfortable and be more confident in telling people, no, you are not a good fit for this space. I think you should find support elsewhere. And that's the crux of the lesson that I want you to take away from this story. Um, you know, I, you may or may not know, I have just opened up my program uh, from foundation to um, enrolling. I'm accepting people into this program. So by the way, as a sidestep, if you are looking for some support with um, Bible-based marketing, like, let me know, get in touch. I would absolutely love to support you and talk, whether, talk with you about whether this program works for you. Um, but as a coach who is now accepting people into this program, I have to be very aware that when I'm having conversations with people and talking about this program, I need to know that the people coming into my program are the right people for me. They're the people that are going to benefit from what I can teach. They're the people that are going to learn from what I can share. And that's not going to be every person that walks through the door. Now, it's scary to tell people, no, there's someone that may be willing to pay you money and you're going to say, no, go away. <laughs> it's, it's scary, right? But you don't want people to come away from your program with a bad taste in their mouth. You don't want them to feel disappointed because they didn't actually learn anything from you. You don't want them to feel upset that like, you don't fit well together or that actually what you're teaching isn't really what they need or that the outcomes that you help are not actually the outcomes that they want, right? You don't want people to, to walk away like that because those are then people that could potentially go leave a bad review if they are like a bad person. Like I'm never going to leave a bad review of this coach, right? Because she's a, she's, a, she's a friend. I like her a lot as a person. She's really wonderful. She's great at what she does. She has a really good program and has helped people successfully. She just wasn't the right coach for me. And that's okay, right? So I'm never going to go badmouth her and tell people that they shouldn't take her program. If it's the right person, they absolutely should take her program. But some people are not as kind and not as nice as that and will go away and leave you bad reviews. Some people will go and turn people away from you. Some people just aren't going to recommend that people take your stuff, right? You want a loyal fan base that are going to recommend your services to people. That's a huge part of growing and sustainably, like sustainably growing a business is having a consistent flow of recommendations and referrals coming in. So you want people to leave your program feeling amazing, feeling so happy that they signed up with you, feeling like they really took some things away from it. And so you have to get good at telling people, no, I'm sorry, this is not the right fit for you. Now, eventually you're going to do this with a sales page. You're going to do this with your sales funnel. You're going to have a lot of things that very clearly pre-qualify people. But it's also important in the early stages, if you're having conversations, that you do that qualifying yourself and say to people, this is great for you. Or you say to people, actually, I don't think we're aligned 
I don't think this is going to get you the outcomes that you are looking for. I don't think this is going to help you reach the goal that you want. So that's the biggest lesson to take away from this story. It's scary, but I promise it's going to be worth it. When I was preparing for this episode, it reminded me the verse, um, Romans 12, 2, came to mind. That's the verse that says, Do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so you can discern what is the good, pleasing, perfect will of God. You need to be in communication with God, and so, so you can discern who the right people for your program are. And on the other side, so that you can discern which investments to make and which investments not to make. Because we both had a part to play in this, right? I could have said no, but I didn't. She should have said no, but she didn't. Like, we both had a part to play. But this discernment piece, being in connection with God, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We need to be in the Word. We need to be in prayer. We need to be connected into a church that is going to encourage us and challenge us to grow so that we can discern God's will, so that we can have our hearts open to God telling us yes or telling us no. It's a huge part of this whole process is the discernment piece. So you may need to say no more in your business. And you need to trust that God will bring the right people to you. Trust that by saying no to the wrong people, you are creating space and you are creating capacity to serve the right people. And people are going to trust you more when you are open to say, this may not be the right fit. Because they know that you have their best interests at heart. You're not just there for them to make money. You're there for them to be successful. And so by telling people, if you're not a good fit, you're not going to work with me. They can feel more comfort comfortable asking questions for themselves, doing research, figuring out whether this is the right thing for you, for them and for you. And then they're going to be more comfortable and more confident investing because they know that if they invest, you're in their corner. You're aligned together. And you're, you are working to make them successful. I pray that you have the confidence to do this. It's scary. I know. I know it's uncomfortable. And it's something that I am working on. And that's exactly why I wanted to share this with you today. Because I'm learning to get more comfortable with this. Because I still have those fears. I still have those fears. If I say no to this client, am I going to get another one? Am I going to be able to pay that bill this month because this person may, I may be turning this person down? But I promise it's worth it because you don't want to compromise. You don't want to compromise in your business. Okay. That's all I've got for you today. I pray that this has been helpful for you, that you find this challenging, but in a good way. I find this story useful, and I pray that you learn some lessons from this experience too, right? Not just my, not just the things that I've learned, but your own takeaways from this as well, and that you can use this to make progress and take steps in your business that you find positive. 
All right. I will see you in the next episode. Have a lovely rest of your day. Bye. If this episode was meaningful to you in any way, I'd love it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Once you've done that, come hang out with hundreds of other women in the Faithful Business community on Facebook. I would love to meet you there and learn about the business God has called you to create. I'll see you there until the next episode of the Grow Your Christian Business podcast.